True underground, what's the word? What's going on, Coop? It's cracking. Man, shit, trying to get past these technical difficulties and shit, man. <laughs> that bullshit, but we're going to keep trying this shit till we get it right, though. Yes, sir. Can you hear me Yeah, I can hear you. It's still a little bit muffled, but I can hear you. Cool, man. I'm trying I'm trying to get it on the, uh, the Wi-Fi, man. It's just, I'm in a bad spot right now. Oh, okay, yeah, that's probably what it is, your connection. Yeah. yeah. Coming in clear. Uh, cool, cool. Coming in, yeah. With your Wi-Fi connected? Yeah, it's connected, but it's like it's. I don't think I'm in a good spot right now. Like, I don't know. it's all good, bro. I can hear you good enough, bro. We're gonna go ahead and rock out, man. So uh, I was, right, cool. I'm gonna let y'all. You know, y'all know what it is, man. It's true underground. CJ the orator. You know, we keeping y'all up to date with the best dope music. Um, I got some very very special guests. In the building with me today, so I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all introduce yourselves, man. First off, your homeboy Coop the Trill, man. Trill talking this mug, you know what I'm saying? Got my, you know, from the Trill Talk podcast. It's cracking. And then I'm uh, I'm Mike Cole's in, and I'm uh, repping D Links. I'm sure it's D Links Productions. We have, you know, just creative arts where we uh, facilitating and creating just, just dope content and spreading just, just love. Got you, got yes, you, sir. man. I, I appreciate y'all giving me our time tonight, man. Um, it's a lot of, of shit that's been dropping, a lot of music. Uh, before we get into it, um, into the mix that I got planned for tonight, what have y'all been listening to, you know, let's say for the past month or so? What, what, who y'all been having in y'all rotation? Hmm. Nipsey. <laughs> of course. Yeah, Nipsey. Uh, Recently, I've been bumping Cardi B album. I'm not gonna lie. Man. I need to listen to it, bro. I need to listen to. It. I keep she hearing her thing, bro. Like she, she's delivered a solid it's album. A, I was just speaking on, 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 on the other show, man. She, she definitely like. I can't. I haven't spent enough time with the album to like give it a full review. Yeah, but same, same. Yeah, like, but I can, I can agree that she delivered. Like she, she definitely delivered a solid album. I'm not mad at it. Quality was done. She had the. The, the, the different blend. It wasn't just one type of, like, one style of music. She had different, like, she mixed different genres together. She had Caribbean on, on I Like It. But then that shit fucked my head up, bro. I didn't even expect her to have no songs like that on there. Exactly. and it, But it's a vibe, though. And it, like, it's, it's nice, man. It's nice. It's just good music. It's good music. I heard. Uh, that. I've been, I've been rocking this guy named Sleepy Die. He, he real, real low-key, but, like, he make like I want to say I, what I call it is like jazz trap, it's like trap jazz, and it's like it's just he got this song on his uh on his mixtape. It's called When It Rains, and man, it's just a smooth vibe, bro. I've been bumping that for a few days now. Oh hell, hell yeah, man. Uh, I probably I say of course Nipsey. That that CD has not left my car since <laughs> since I uh since I got it. And it's not it's probably not going to leave my car for at least another six months. Um You gotta live with you gotta live with Yeah, that's an right album there. you could really, really live with, man. So I've been jamming that Nipsey heavy. <clears throat> um currency dropped some new shit. Parking lot music, yes, sir. I, no, here's the thing, you know currency so consistent. I haven't even heard parking lot music yet. I'm still on the spring collection that he dropped. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. I listened to that one too. Yeah, man. So I've been I've been jamming them uh them pretty heavy as well. And uh this dude out of Valdosta, Georgia, named C Venus, man, he actually locked up right now. Free C Venus. But uh, Free C Venus. I've been jamming them three pretty heavy. Mm. 
yeah, man. So we're gonna go ahead and get into it, man. Um, so first and foremost, we got you know, if y'all for anybody that has not heard a rap update, what I basically do on, on Anchor is could take four albums at a time. Um, like every month, you know, we always got new music dropping. Um, like out of the sky every you know day, every two days, every you know every week, it's always music dropping. So what I try to do is take the you know basically best four at a time, um, take like two tracks off of them and and just basically go over and uh kind of in, input the the message of the songs into the conversation pieces. So we're gonna start off um, with this Mozzie. Now Mozzie had recently released an EP called Spiritual Conversations. And I really wanted to take that whole concept of that tape and like bring it to what we're talking about today on the podcast. Cause I feel like right now, you know, just the the whole vibe of what's going on and not, not even the country, bro. The world is just like it's Yeah, the state of sin. Yeah, but we in a state of we in a high state of sin and we in a high uh spirit we in a, a spiritual war right now, honestly. I yes, really sir. feel like that. Yes, sir. So, you know, with that whole yeah. spiritual conversation thing, I kinda wanted to touch on that. Um, I have a question for y'all. So, um, what, in y'all opinion, what is the difference between religion and spirituality? I'll let y'all answer, then I'll chime in myself. Okay. Mm, I think, I think, uh, you know, <laughs> being real, you know, religion is just something that's man-made, and I think it's something, it's, it's more systematic to me, and um, I believe that spirituality is something that we're naturally that we naturally know exists, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think we born into this world to know, knowing that the creator exists. I think it's just instilled in us spiritually. Mm-hmm. But I just think, I just think that, I think that older we get and the more control, because at the end of the day, man, you know, I just studied up on a lot of different religions and at the end of the day, man, religion is money. It's, it's control. <laughs> and it's, 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 a, it's a control situation and it's, and it's money. And, uh, uh, not even money. I would say religion is a business, I would say. So that's how I look at it. And spiritual, like when someone's spiritual, if you notice more spiritual, people are more free because they understand what's going on around them. That's just my opinion. Yes, yes. Okay. What, what about you, Mike? Um, man, to be honest, like, Trill, like, he, 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 he just bodied that to be I, I definitely agree. Like, I feel like it's a business, but I also feel like it's something that and, uh, a group of people who want to manipulate for their own greedish reasons. Mm. They want to manipulate people and manipulate their minds in a way that they'll always look down on themselves. So it's like they don't even have to apply pressure. They already mentally have you like thinking about yourself a certain way. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't even know themselves, you feel me? So it's like, if you don't know yourself, you believe anything. Exactly. And they got us down to the core of it. And it just, it gives them that, that, that they put their heart in something that's false. They're, they're, what, are you, what are you really putting your money into when you say, you know, you get that spiritual uplifting, but then you pay for this church. But it's like, what is the church really doing for you? Like, where's the money going? Okay, it looks nice, but after that, what happens? I know it's repairs, but like the money got to be going somewhere. Yeah. You feel me? So what are we really funding? This should be going to the community. This should be actually doing something to, you know, really uplift us. It's not just the words. It has to be the action behind it. And that's the only thing that I don't like about like, you know, just the the whole idea of just pertaining to a certain group. I feel like like 
like Kit said, like spirituality is within us. It's like the natural way of things. You can't even really put titles on it because it just it's in every single one of us. You just have to tune into it. So well, honey. That's, that's how I feel. I feel like I'm gonna play devil's advocate real quick. I actually recently saw okay, uh, okay. a sermon. I can't remember dude's name now. I want to give him his credit, but I can't remember his name right now. You know, niggas be smoking this shit. But basically, <laughs> he was saying that he feels like that's just a cop out. You know, this obviously was a Christian pastor, and he said that he felt like, mm-hmm. um, like people saying, "Oh, I'm spiritual, but I'm not religious." He felt like that's just a cop out for people to not be accountable for their sin and their actions. Um. I want. I'm. I'm interested. Before I flip on the other side of like really how I feel about it, I'm interested. Like, do you? Do y'all think that, you know, giving credit to spirituality without giving credit to a certain religion, do you think that that can that that can be used as like an excuse to kind of just wild out? I mean, to me, not necessarily. I mean, people can use it. People can finesse it if they wanted to. But in my definition of spiritual, I just feel like a person who a person who fully understands what's going on, like, in spiritual, like, you know, realizing that the creator, you know, and, and realizing the God within themselves, you know what I mean? And understanding, understanding that what's up in the stars exists in us, you know what I mean? What's up in the sky exists within our body. And on top of that, like, just because a person say, I'm spiritual, spiritual, I mean, I can kill somebody, you know, saying that that made me mad. Yeah. Nah, it's not. It doesn't justify any wrongdoing, and that's the thing. That's why I said earlier, like you know, God is create. Like it's instilled. The Creator is instilled within us. So whenever that's why we have a conscience. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why it's just. It's just even when you kids, you know, kids know when they're doing something wrong. Like and yeah, then when yeah. we, you know, what I'm saying we doing something wrong. You know what I mean? Think about what something happens. Think about we can think about everything that we done done. Right? We done done something Everybody ain't perfect, so we done done some bad things in our lives, right? And think about when the karma hits us, right? We automatically go back to this come, this came to well, this hit because you know that bad thing I just done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's because of the spiritual, the the spiritual connection, the spiritual consciousness that we possess. So I don't, I feel like if people using it as a cop out, you know, they just trying to finesse. You know what I'm saying? But and they don't want to take responsibility. But overall, I see spiritual. People basically, you know, accepting the creator for who they are and accepting the creator within themselves. I feel you. Let me, let me pull this up real quick, man. I, it's a quote from a song. I'm going to just play it out loud real quick. All right. um, this is C. Venus, man. This is why I fuck with bro so hard, y'all. Like, this nigga's from a small-ass town in, in Georgia, right? So I went to school at Valdosta State. Valdosta is literally like the poorest, um, the poorest, one of the poorest communities and cities in Georgia. Um, behind Athens, I think Athens is the most like the mm. most impoverished city. But like this nigga is just coming with all of this mental, spiritual like knowledge, right? But right. this nigga yeah. coming from a place where like you would not expect for us, and he's like you he's you could tell he a street dude, but at the same right. time, I've never like as much as Ti is street and intelligent. Like I've not, mm. I've and, you know, and, until you get to like a Mozzie. You know, Mozzie's a rare, a rare breed of street with some spirituality connected. Right. This nigga dropped so many jams, and he got a song um, called "Jumping the Gate." Where basically on the intro, he talks about like, like universal laws. Hold up, real quick. I'm gonna play it for y'all real quick. Y'all might not be able to hear it real clear, but just give it like 30 seconds and like try to listen to what he's saying on the intro. Yeah. 
So y'all caught what he said. He said, ignorance of the immutable laws ain't going to afford you no protection from its effects, right? Sir. So basically, that's like, it's universal laws. Like, karma is not just a law that has to do with religion. Like, every religion can agree that killing somebody is bad. Every religion can agree that, you know, raping somebody is bad. Every religion can agree that certain things are just not right. Like, that's a universal law of karma. So, like, my thing with religion is that, you know, they, I feel like more so than other religions, Christianity specifically demonizes people more than any other religion. Right. Um, You know, I think with that pastor that I that I was listening to, he was probably just talking about like people, you know, people want to be spiritual but not religious so that they can so that they can feel better about having sex before marriage or they can feel better about smoking weed or whatever the case may be. But honestly, like Christianity is the only the only religion that that in my opinion demonizes like not just those things but just anything to make you feel like you're not you cannot be a, a good Christian or whatever you want to call it. A devout Christian, if you partake in these things, and at the end of the day, like religion, religion. Let's take religion completely out of the conversation, real quick. If when you are man, cool. We've had this conversation before, cool. When you have sex with somebody, you y'all are coming together as one. As one. Exactly. It's a mutual mutual thing. thing. Like the fact that sex is what creates life. Like you're fifty percent of your parents. I mean, your mama, 50% of your daddy. Y'all came, they came together and joined to make you. It's the same thing with sex. Like, whether you think sex is a quote-unquote sin or not, a universal law, in my opinion, is that when you have sex with somebody, because sex is the source of creation, that you're going to take something away from that person. Yep. That has nothing to do with, you know, with with the religion, but that you still need to be cognizant of who you laying down with on a spiritual level, in my opinion. Exactly. Exactly. Like I might, you know, I might be having premarital sex, but if I'm going to lay down with a woman, I want to know at this point, like, how was you raised? Yep. Where are your morals? Yep. Where are your principles at? Give it a negative. Yeah. Do you have negative energy within you? Exactly. And I, just to wrap like everything all together, like, cause I mean, yeah, like, man, that's why I love talking to like such intellectual individuals, yeah, because you guys, like. You can you can look at us on the street. We wouldn't even we couldn't even tell that we had all this knowledge within us because we look so you know just regular. We're not just standout people. What we do, our aura is strong, and it's like 
our presence is big and the stuff even though we're, we're low key and we quiet with it. So it's like I love things like this because we can really we get to dig into our minds a lot more behind the, the face of what you see. But sure. um, but to wrap it all together, like exactly what you were piggy, piggybacking off of that, what you were saying about the image and like as far as uh, the sexual uh, sexual energy exchange, I'm gonna I'm I'm take it. I'm gonna take it there. I'm gonna take it to energy uh-huh. where the spirit, the spirituality. I believe isn't just energy. Like if you think about it, just break it down as simple, like simple basics. There are trees outside. There are trees outside, and the we breathe out as humans carbon dioxide. Yep. And the trees then give us oxygen. So that's a basic flow of something that was here before. Here before even humans were even a thought of, before it was even a thought, they were the plants and animals and everything. So then you had the, I mean, if you want to take it back to the biblical times, like, we could take it back to that, like Adam and Eve, for real, like, I'm, I'm sure a lot of religions believe that, like, it all leads back to at least two two organisms, two beings that multiply. That's all this is. It's just an evolution. We definitely all came from the same place, so that's why it truly is all one love, but it's been so separated with these titles like religions and spirituality when it's like there were before there was just a it was just a it's what faith is. Faith is something that you trust even though you don't see it. Yeah. It's like the wind. Like you feel the wind, but you do not see the wind. You only see what the wind touches and what the wind moves. And that's what faith is. That's what God is. Earth is. That's what Mother Earth is. So it's like, when you break it down to those simple things and you start to see, okay, let me dive deep into it, like how you was, uh, Coop was saying, and you have the stars. You, you look up, you have a telescope that can zoom in and zoom in light years and light years away, but it's still more space out there. They'll never see everything because that's how much space is. Yeah. And then you also have the, the smallest of molecules in our DNA that make up exactly who we are as DNA code writing. It's, it's a little cell inside of us is doing exactly what we're doing right now. But it's trillions and trillions and billions and gazillions and zillions of all doing what we're doing right now. So then we, we all evolving. It, it all came down, like, when you break it down simple terms like that, like, spirituality is then common sense. It's truly, truly common sense because it's natural. God is natural. God is nature. So when you go with what is natural with you, then it shows who you truly are. Because if, you, if your natural thing is, oh, I want to go hurt somebody, then you're hurting inside. Because why do you want to hurt somebody? Yeah, real you, talk. I mean, it, it, you, didn't, you didn't come in this world like to be, un- you were made out of love. Yep. You were made out of something that comes from love. Whether it was lust, love, it was the, the affection of two, the coming of two organisms. Yeah. So it's like, man. So basically, you're saying that like all of the negativity, like you're you're fighting nature to be living in a just a negative, a negative energy, a negative energy. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. Right. Basically, <laughs> yeah. And it's like I don't even like. I feel like if you truly understand spirituality, you tr- you understand that it's all about self and knowing self. And then once you know self, you can be the god of yourself. That's exactly what they don't want you to know. They want you to look up in the sky and know you are the God of yourself. You can command who you are. And with that, you can move mountains. So who else Who else can move mountains? God. Because we, we make up God. We are all God. We just all can be the God complex and manipulate that for different intentions based on 
what you believe in based on how you've been raised and based on the culture and the separatism of things. And it all goes back to mind and self. Everything goes back to self because it goes back to the individual. Because individuals such as ourselves, we grew up in neighborhoods where it wasn't the best. We could have easily went down a path or we could be in jail right now. We could be dead right now. But what are we doing? Doing something positive, trying to bring knowledge to the people that's, that's actually fused with culture. So it's like, it's not just... This is what hip hop is. Hip hop was was built on empowering the people, but then it's still giving you something you can turn up to and vibe to and groove to, like, and feel good to it and express yourself and release yourself from it because you know what you're going through, but maybe you don't know how to like. You need some somebody to guide you. You need somebody to guide you on the right path. We're not telling you what to do, but we're just showing you our steps in the right direction, and we hope you catch along with it. Because if, you, if you're if in tune with it, then you're going to see it and you're going to want to follow it. And if you're not in tune with it, then you're going to see like, oh, like something's wrong with you because it's all love this way. Anybody I meet is all love because I am love. You feel me? So it's like if somebody got a problem with me, they got a problem with themselves. So mm, You I mean, so, bro, my nigga. I, sw- I put this on everything, but I just was having this same conversation with somebody and I told them that I came to the conclusion that um, and this actually was from another conversation I had where this dude told me that when you get in your feelings, like me personally, I look, you know, I could say that one of my flaws as a person, as I'm getting to know myself more, is that like I mm-hmm. sometimes I react impulsively off of emotion. Right, you know, I'm a Taurus, exactly. you know, me and Coop got that comment. And And I'm a Virgo and we all earth elements, so we all like down to earth people. And see, that's the thing, like, a, a rock is very, like, even with just, like, connecting it back to, to uh, the nat- nature, you know, like, all right, think about Earth. Earth signs, like, a rock is hard to move. A big-ass boulder is very stuck in its way. It's stuck in the place it is. You cannot move the Grand Canyon from where it's at. It takes years and years of wind and water and erosion to change a mountain. That's kind of like the same way with just your personality. Like, Tauruses is known to be hard-headed. And yeah. kind of stuck in their ways. Yeah. And I came to the conclusion, like, dude, I got to check my emotions. And I was having this conversation with dude, and he was like, look, there's nothing wrong with being in your feelings. Being in your feelings is actually a good thing. And I never had heard, like, I never heard this perspective before. And he was like, your, he did the analogy that was ingenious to me. He said, your being in your feelings is actually a check engine light. That's all it is. Like, when, it, when your check engine light in your car goes off, a lot of times we don't even be knowing what what's wrong with. It. We just know, goddamn, we gotta fuck around, go to the shop, right, we're right. To figure out what's wrong with it. So it's the same thing when when you get in your feeling, you're supposed to analyze yourself. No matter what somebody exactly. did to you, no matter what somebody did that made you get in your feelings, your first thing that you need to do when you get in your feelings is look at yourself. Yep. Exactly. And I like that was a very 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 strong like takeaway that I had from that conversation. So it's like you when you realize that people's problems are not with you, they're with themselves, you're you'll get less mm-hmm. offended by people. Yes sir. Yes sir. And they when you you want to allow them to have that power over you. So you know with you you know basically touching on like um getting to know yourself, you know, that kind of uh transitions us into this Mozzie track. Um he got a track called Who I Am off of here that I really, really like. So we got, I don't even know how this shit work with the um with the group and the playing the music. So I'm a um right. I guess I'm gonna have to finish the recording. I can hear the last track though. That last track was nice. Which one was it? The the uh, what's his name? J Rock from uh, Georgia. So Are you talking about the song I just played? 
And it's off his project, um, Rise of the Fly Trap. And what's dope about C Venus is that all his all his projects are conceptual. So like he got three projects. One of them is called the first one is called um Welcome to the Fly Trap. And the second one, which is my favorite, is called Secrets to the Fly Trap. And when Secrets to the Fly Trap, he was touching on like a lot of them universal laws, a lot of like our ancestors, a lot of the things that our ancestors were we're teaching each other, but that we've lost as we've gotten to be more modern society. And um, then he followed that up with the rise of the fly trap. So like, I just really, really fuck with his whole approach to music. And, um, and I, I think we need more of that, bro. And the thing is, he's such, he's on such dropping gems that he wanted them artists that nigga, he might try to get, nigga might try to pop him if he blow up on some <laughs> shit. Like he be talking about it, like bro, I'm scared what, to blow up because of the the knowledge that I'm dropping is really against the whole system. True. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like you a fool. Yeah, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. You're a fool if you really don't. If you're not aware of the fact that there are powers at hand that are trying to keep us uh, enslaved mentally and physically, yeah. trying to keep us right. not necessarily financially, even though they are trying to keep us financially impoverished too. But like mentally impoverished more than anything you a fool yes, bro. if you're not aware of those forces that are going on like it's literally like the matrix man so um, I'm gonna, I guess I'm gonna have to finish this recording enter the track if y'all are on y'all um, if y'all all got Spotify if y'all just like go listen to them real quick the names of the tracks that I'm finna play are called Who I Am and then it's the one he got with Lucci called Remember so I'm gonna go ahead and finish this up real quick. I'm gonna play that. I'm gonna put the tracks in the episode. Then I'm gonna call y'all back. All right. All right. All right send me the, send me uh, his name. I got you. What's up? Right. Yes, sir. Got Trey talking this bitch. Hey, how you feeling about that Mozzie track? Man, them shit's hard, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, that shit's crazy, bro. In today's time, for uh, for artists to be able to to have like such a huge, bro, this nigga just had a song in Black Panther, bro. I'm here. I'm here. His, his BPM, he never has a fast BPM, bro. Like it's crazy. Like it's it's so like it's amazing to me actually to see an artist that's like blowing up without having mm-hmm. to do like the traditional club records. I'm here, right? And the demand for something original, bro. The demand for something original is high, even though it may not seem like it. But that's just how it go, bro. Anybody who go against the grain, they always shine. Yep, exactly. Yep. Because of something that's new stands out, and you can distinguish it apart from everything else. If you, don't, you that, that's why you never want to sound like anybody else because then they can then put you in a group and then box you in with a bunch of other people. Like, no, nah, like, you can't box me in with nobody. I'm my own me. But you know what, though? I, I I think our generation now, shit, niggas is so focused on just getting getting, getting famous mm-hmm. or getting popping it. That, I don't even think niggas care, bro. They don't. If they, if they get put in a box, they don't care as long as they're popping, bro. They don't care. Yeah, that's true. But, but that, that, you see, that's the difference in mentality when, like, you see how long some of those people last. It's yeah, a lot man. less. It's a lot less to lose. <laughs> oh, my mama. Yeah, they lose, bro. They, they get caught up in that. You know, they be, I call them cap, copycat criminals. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, 
if one person do this, then a hundred more come and do the same shit. Then somebody else do the something else. And somebody come and go against the grain, do something different. And then everybody else gonna follow suit. Exactly. Because you think about it, like Kendrick and J. Cole and like Joey Badass, they wasn't the first conscious rappers. Nah. It's like they stood out in a way that like people gravitated towards them and they had profound messages and things to say. So yeah. like, that's just real music, and they just learn. They not they learn how to manipulate. They almost they just elevated. I mean, they, uh, what's the name? They, yeah, elevated as artists, as musicians, and quality wise, like they just kept working. And it was a product of hard work. What you put out into the universe is what you get back. So if you working hard, throwing out love in the universe, what you gonna do? You gonna give it right back. So if you if you put in love into music, then that love is gonna translate, and you're gonna learn how to manipulate it where you can then grow and make it sound better and better and better and better, and get on the frequency where like what you what you want to say is concise, and you you just feel good listening to it, and you it makes you want to say it. And it makes yeah. you want to replay it. And when you had that replay value as well, you replay had value, <laughs> oh, like it's it's a done deal. It's yeah. a done deal with whatever you, you always say. speak on that. Cool. Whenever we have conversations about like albums and what's a classic, like you always touch on like that replay value. Like, so what is yes. what to y'all? What makes like we've kind of already had this conversation. Cool, but I'm interested uh-huh. because you brought it up, Mike. What what mm-hmm. makes a song have replay value to you? To me personally, replay value is something where I can live with. Like the first, I don't want to figure a song out like for what it is the first time I listen to it. Like, of course, I'm gonna pick up on a lot, but I want to like, I want to like be able to go back and hear something I didn't hear the first time. Like, listen to a bar, but then listen to the cadence and how he said it, and then maybe like compare the first bar with the third bar and see how that comes in with the second bar to then how that last bar so it's a four bar series where he's putting a story together you feel me you start piecing together the puzzles like you know like a Kendrick J. Cole Eminem J like actual you know master of ceremonies you feel me you're actually saying something and you pick them on you pick up on them gems later like for example Jay-Z had a um I never really was a. I'm gonna be honest, y'all. I was never really like a huge Jay Z fan, right? Me neither. But here's the thing: I was a young nigga when I was hearing my mama play a bunch of Jay Z. I was a young nigga when. I mean, I'm still a young nigga now, but I was like, uh, I was yay high. You feel me? When I'm hearing this, so when I'm getting older now, it's one of the things where like you don't even have the capacity unless you've been through a lot at a very young age. You don't even have like the capacity of experience to really relate to a lot of that type of music. And I'm interested in hearing, bro, because you like my age, bro. So to hear you say that you actually, you don't want to figure out a song on the first listen, like, that just showed me where your where your ear and your mind is at. Because most people in our generation, they do want to be able to pick it up on the first listen. They don't want to have to do exactly. too much thinking and all that right. extra shit. They just want to vibe out real quick. But, you know, Jay-Z for me, like, even though I'm still not the hugest Jay-Z fan, like, I just take one song, bro. It's a song he got called Song Cry. Y'all both hip on that, right? Yeah. Oh. My, pops, my pops used to just always be like, bro, I'm telling you, like, just this one song alone is a classic. It was. Like, this it makes this puts him up in that rank just alone. And I, I didn't feel that song until I went through a, a situation similar to that. Yeah. You know, I was just fucking them girls. I was going to get right back. <laughs> yeah. 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 Shit, yeah. Yep. I'm a nigga with pride. You don't do shit like that. Like you don't that. just pick up. Leave and have me sick like that, bro. That is real shit. But you gotta go through it. You gotta go through that situation to really feel that. 
Yep. It's like even with like yeah. J. Cole, you know, I think yeah. his most classic project to this day was Friday Night Lights. Yes, yes. <laughs> Friday Night Lights for J. Cole was Take Care for Drake. Yes. Those are pockets like around what I think that was like 2010 through 2012. That like 2010, I think, was when Friday Night Lights came out, 2011 type shit. And Take Care came out in like 2011, 2012. Those is pockets that them niggas never caught again, in my opinion. But the pocket that they was in was a, a, a transparent pocket. A yep. trans, like they're not to say that they weren't transparent after trans, that, but it was, it was something about that Friday Night Lights that when I grew up, like I fucked with it at 14 and I couldn't even really relate to all of that shit. Thanks. But when Thanks. I was 18 and I went back and listened to Friday Night Lights, I'm like, damn, I can relate to it even more. Now I'm 21 listening to Friday Night Lights, and I'm like, damn, I still am picking up more gems from this that I didn't pick up at 14. True. So True. I, like that that replay value shit is is a big one, man. And I feel like for for like the upcoming generations, like, bro, it's it's gonna get it's gonna get wiki, or it's gonna get. Like we either gonna come into that new renaissance as a as an entire rap culture, or it's gonna be ugly. I, I I don't know how it's gonna play out, bro. Cause rap is moving so fast nowadays, bro. Every yes. three to five years, yes. this rap is in a whole different place. Every three to five years, mm-hmm. and it's to the point now where this shit is like a fucking rodeo, bro. Yeah, rap <laughs> is a fucking rodeo right now. You don't know where this shit's gonna go. You don't mm-hmm. know where. Like you can kind of see if you really on game, you can see the waves come. You can see the wave before it come, but mm-hmm. it's it kind of how like you said, like when you stand out. At first, you might not get the love, but eventually, it's gonna it's gonna make it's gonna be the thing that take you to the top. Exactly. So exactly. right now, with all this bullshit that's flying, you got artists like Semino that just take off. Because yeah. it stands out in the time, you know, 20, I heard, well, it was 2014, I think, 2015 when I first heard Semino, so at a time when, you know, um, J. Cole is starting to fall back, Drake is kind of like, he already done put out his best work, he not slowing down, but he kind of like, you know, it's it's not really, them two was not on their plateaus at that time. And a lot of the turn up shit was a lot of the littles and the turn up shit was popping. So when Smino come out the gate in 2015 with his whole sound, I ain't never heard you ain't hearing shit like this at the time. Exactly. Little do y'all know this nigga sleeping in the studio. Struggling. Right. You feel me? Right. Kendrick sleeping in the studio, struggling when, mm-hmm. when he putting out records that's gonna last years and years after that. Because you have to put that type of I was just having a conversation with a friend just today about that, that like music is is an art music is something that you have to respect because if you want to be a true musician you can't just put anything together you have to put some inspiration in it when you truly dive into what music is you realize it's a rhythm it's a flow it's a groove that you just you feel and you just paint that as best as you can but you put your mark on it that's all it is but it's the natural groove of things so it's like you have to respect the, the 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 culture in it, but you have to love it as well. You can't just put anything into it and then expect you gonna you gonna put you gonna get out what you put into it. So if you not genuine with it, then you're gonna get you might get results and they might look positive, but in the long run, because it's not genuine, you're not gonna get genuine love in the long run. That's why if you chase fame, fame is a dangerous game because one second they can love you and the next second if they have a bunch of million lines all saying something about you, then everybody looking at you different. 
they questioning you at least, even if they do rock with you. They gonna question you. So it's like they have the power. But when you have love, that's why the media can never say anything about J. Cole, because what? They got love. Even with done, he still got love. You feel me? That's why he's still able to because it's like you put the love into the music. So when you do something like Kendrick and you sleep in the studio, I'm not surprised. Like being an artist myself, I know how it is, man. It's stressful. Because you be going through life and it's like <clears throat> you going through it. Sometimes you catch that vibe and you can express it, but then sometimes you don't. And you don't catch that pocket and you're dealing with life and you're struggling and got no way to really express it and you're trying to be positive about it at that. Because there's a million ways to go the negative way. And weeds, weeds grow much faster than the, the healthy grass and the, and the, and the flowers. Mm, damn, you just dropped the gem on them. Nigga just dropped the gem on y'all. <laughs> and, 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 we, and weeds grow together, you feel me? They come in packs. It's never alone. Hey, Jop want to Jop want to flex bombs on that shit. Oh me, bro, that's real shit. I ain't never even thought of this no no shit like that. He said weeds grow faster than grass. For real, come on now. So I'm just saying, I just when you went tall like that, like it all connects, and that's why I feel like I am delinked because I just connect everything and I'm plugged to everything. Like I feel like. I, the way I can articulate myself, as long as I can, see you, you good, you good. As long as I can see myself in you, then I can see how I can relate to you, and then articulate what it is to you, because I know myself. Yeah, like uh, I, I think Jay Z, I'm pretty sure it's Jay Z. He said a quote where he was like, "Um, I'd rather be accepted. No, no, no. I'd rather be hated for who I am than accepted for who I'm not." Exactly. That's real. Dark night villain. Try to be a hero. I live long enough to see yourself become the villain. I went from the favorite to the most hated. Would you? What? Who would you rather be under Overrated. <laughs> more victories is for more league. I don't, he said more victories is for minor league coaches. And we already, yeah, already told you we made you come, bro. Hate this. Damn, bro. Like. This is this, we playing different games, and that's why, like, I want to do it with the love, but I'm trying to build an empire. Best believe that with my brothers, with my fellow kings and gods on the on, on the line right now on this true underground podcast. You feel me? So, one thousand man. Yeah, now, y'all um, are y'all Trader Truth fans? Trader Truth. One more time. Yeah, from Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I rock with him. I'm not. I'm not familiar with him. All right, so Trader Truth, man. He. So Texas is a bro. You we yeah, you could do yeah, a you whole. Said, you said try to choose. Yeah, you could do a whole a whole episode and conversation just on Texas alone, bro. Like I, I really I really feel like yeah. I've never seen a documentary. Like, I'm pretty sure they did like a DJ Screw documentary or something, but I've never seen just like a documentary that just documents like the the musical history of Texas. Right. I really right. do want to see that one day because I think they they laid a blueprint like that. It's, it's really a blueprint for real. Like niggas was going gold. I just talked about this last night on the podcast. Niggas could go gold and platinum without ever leaving Texas. <laughs> for real. At least gold. Because it's, it's so big. Yeah, it's, it's so big. big. And then you might just have to hit them little pockets around Texas. But with Texas alone and then pockets, you might not ever have to travel to New York or LA or none of them other places True. to provide for your family. You so like Texas just had a, a very, very culture sound. And a lot of them artists, even though they didn't end up popping off on a mainstream level, 
Like, they really do got, they stay consistent. Trader Truth has stayed consistent. Slim Thug has stayed consistent. Zero, who is one of my favorite artists, favorite rappers, mm-hmm. stayed consistent. Even mm-hmm. after, you know, even when, when that vibe kind of, even when the Texas thing kind of like died out, they still kept doing their thing. Um, so Trader Truth, we finna slide into some of his uh, project. He got a new project called Hometown Hero. Um, I know y'all remember a few months back they had that hurricane in uh in Houston. Yeah. And Trader Truth mm-hmm. was like for real, for real. Like he true to the name of this tape. Mm-hmm. Nigga was in a boat yeah. going from home to home, helping people out their cribs. That was trash. And that's I mean, beyond music, beyond all this, like on some real personal stuff, like man, that like that's real. Yeah, bro. That that's that, that's that's way deeper than music, bro. And I yeah. think what people fail to realize is that doing shit like that, even though I'm like I'm sure this wasn't his motivation, but like doing shit like that, bro. Think about it. If a nigga save you from a fu- you trapped in your house, your house is done, just flooded yeah. out. You on your roof stuck, and Trader mm-hmm. Truth come and help you. You're gonna be a fan of that. Even you're gonna go listen to his music after that. I pr- if you hadn't listened to that nigga cool. music before, mm-hmm. you are gonna be a fan of that nigga now just off the strength. Yeah, and I. Mm-hmm. Get back right when you get back on your feet. You're gonna support him. You're gonna buy yep. his merch, or you're gonna go to his concert. Or you're, like you're gonna have a lifelong connection with that man. That's deeper than music, but it's gonna make you support his music. True. Mm-hmm. And I think the the overplay for the underplay on like the turn up music is that you 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 kind of you can you can lose out on that connection if you go too far down that lane. Yeah, Hold for on, real. Can I? Can I- can I play devil's advocate real quick if we are going to do that? Yeah, go ahead, bro. It's it's good for the conversation. Um, all right, cool. Because, like, one, I want to say I do agree with every single word you said, but at the same time, to play devil's advocate, like, think about, let's think about America for a second. Okay. And a hurricane, you feel me? So a hurricane happens down in, uh, in, uh, damn, what's the name? Texas. Texas, 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 Texas. Texas. A hurricane is down in Texas. And with all the money that is put into militaries, that is put into, you know, uh, hospitals, that is put in, that is put, I mean, this is just, that's just a service industry, but I mean, like, like that's put into to, to companies, to infrastructures. Like, America has a lot of, America is a business. America is a business. And, what that means is America prints its own currency, not money. It prints its own currency. Which is so bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> which is, they can if they can control what people use to spend money. Then they can control what you, they can control what you spend your money on by distracting you with certain things and saying, "Oh, this has value." You take if you if you put in this work, we're gonna give you this. Imagine if everyone in the world just stopped, or everyone in America stopped accepting, stopped accepting money, and we all traded amongst the people without our own goods. Imagine what the what the damage that would do if we just say, you know what, we're not gonna shop at any of your stores. We're not gonna even use your money anymore. You know what? We're gonna build our own. We're gonna build our own things. We're gonna take the carpenters we know and use our skills for our for ourselves. What do we need the money for? We have gardeners. And we are people who can plant the food we need and we can eat from the earth again. And we ain't got to go to your grocery stores. We ain't got to go to your restaurants because we learned how to cook it and how to be not necessarily just vegan, but just eat living things. Living things are supposed to eat living things, but you're supposed to give back to the earth and that's how the cycle works. You feel me? 
So I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, we could we could do all these things we build for ourselves, and it would like shut all that down. But America has that power, and America has that in our minds. They have that in our minds that we look at currency like money, but money has value. It holds its value over time. And currency is depreciating by the years. A dollar is not what it's worth anymore. You could used to get a sandwiches and candy for five cent and like two dollars. I mean, not two dollars, two cent this and a penny this. So I'm just saying, like, but at the same time, if they print currency and they have all these connections, wouldn't they have all the resources they need? To truly help small Texas, bro, we have more than enough resources to where homeless homelessness does not homelessness does not have to homelessness and hunger in America do not have to exist. They absolutely have enough space. We have enough resources, but what you would sacrifice is the the profit that you make from obviously selling these things. But 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 the crazy part is they're already they're not rich. They're wealthy already. They control everything. So it's like, what more do you want? What more do you want at this end? That's how you know who you're dealing with. If you're dealing with somebody that's on that path, you know, you know what? You're conflicted within yourself. And I gotta love you from a distance because I I, I will not corrupt any, I will not corrupt self for anyone else. Because if you can't if you doing wrong for somebody else, then how can how can you be doing right? How how can the karma be working right for you if you're doing wrong for somebody else? That's still bad karma. Even though it's maybe not to you. It's putting it out there into the world. It's putting it out there into somebody else. So I'm just saying, like, America, like, believe, trust and believe. I don't even, like, there's a lot of people that be like, they, they hate a certain group of people. I don't hate anybody. Because I, I know, I know who we truly all are. I love everybody, but I know that I have to, I have to stay aware and stay awake and stay alert as to what's going on around me. So I have to surround myself with certain people who are not going to hold me on the ground, but we all going to fly together. And if we ever trip and fall, we're going to bounce right back and help each other, and we're going to keep it moving, keep it pushing, keep it going with the natural way of things. You feel me? Sure. It's almost a chosen few of us. It's almost a chosen few of us that overstand. Oh, yeah, this is a lonely this. road. The road that we on, bro, like. Yeah, enlightened road is a very lonely one, bro. And it's it's rare yeah. that you're gonna connect with people, but at the same time, when you do make them connections, like it gotta be like, you gotta stick together. Like, I know that shit sound corny to a lot of people, but it's true as far as like in the making it a better making this place making this this earth and this this country a better place for for our children and the next generation that's coming, like it's right. gonna be very important for us to stick together. Because yes. whatever we on, we're gonna pass that down to our kids, and they gonna meet exactly. they gonna meet people and be able to put them on the information. But it's all rooting from the fact that we had this conversation and and we exchanged information and we all walked away from the conversation uh, more intelligent. Like that's why niggas. Exactly. I, don't, I don't even yeah. under, I, I do understand like the wealth and the you know the the controlling of resources like it's not it gets to a point where it can't be about the money like you said y'all are already wealthy exactly. as fuck it can't be about the money for y'all no more no it's just so a it guy kind of yeah it has to be a more a more wicked uh a more wicked uh place that you're yeah, coming from yes the guy complex man they have a guy complex even for people who don't believe in the god 
in the and, it's, and to be honest, what it is is it's balance. It's the balance of life because if you if you want to bring it piggyback all the way back to spirituality, everything is connected. Spirituality is knowing that there's a balance of life and death. People do die, but it's not a straight line. You feel me? And we need that negativity in order to exactly. appreciate the positive. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, yeah, man. So uh, we we gonna go ahead and slide into this trade of truth real quick. Uh, the name of this first track, you know, I'm gonna text y'all this. It's called No Pressure. This actually has Mozzie on the track. And then um, he has a track. I love this track, man. With T.I. and Rara called Better Days, man. This probably gonna end up being one of my, if not my favorite song, got the mix, probably number two. So I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna text y'all them joints. We're going to uh, play play these two tracks real quick off a of Trader Truth album, Hometown Hero. We're going to come back. I'm going to call y'all back. All right. All right. Bet. Back at it. We live. Yes, sir. Man, Mike, to get back on here. Which one? Uh, which one you like better, bro? Out of them two, I would say uh, no pressure. Really? Yeah, bro. I like hey, the music, bro, all the better days, but I think I like the no pressure, just the vibe. Okay, what about you, Mike? Which one did you like better? The uh, that better days or that no pressure? That better days. <laughs> but you know what? Though, look, look, it is a different vibe on there, though. Like that no pressure is hard. Mm-hmm. Like that, bro, oh, yeah, you know, sure, I like sure. I like them instruments, bro. So when that guitar rhythm, yeah, that's how I say I like better music days. on better days. But as far as the overall song, yeah, no pressure. Hell yeah, that shit was definitely jamming, man. Shouts out to Trader Truth and Mozzie, and uh, really that was oh, just yeah. a south a south connection in general, man. Because you know, uh, yeah. Ti and Rara holding it down out of Atlanta, Trader Truth holding it down out of Houston. So that was just a south, you know, they they both out the south. So that that chemistry was gonna be there regardless. Exactly. Now, um, so so switching switching gears real quick. Now, um, I want to talk before just before we we switch gears out of the spiritual conversations. I want to know a time, okay. um, in y'all life where y'all had like a a spiritual encounter. You know, like a a, mm. a, a situation or a certain just a point or something that happened in your life to where like you knew that that was a spiritual a spiritual um. Spiritual situation, like it wasn't nothing yeah. that was happening on accident. It, 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 it was no coincidence. Absolutely. Absolutely. To be honest, I don't even believe in coincidences anymore. Nah, me neither. Absolutely not. <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, I go first. I, uh, I came across the situation just today, but I wanna, I wanna touch on a, I wanna touch on something that's gonna touch everybody and that everybody in St. Louis knew about. So on November fifteenth. 2017, I believe, there was a, a fire uh, down off of, I want to say, Grand by the Barnes Jewish Hospital. It was down, it was like a factory. You know what I'm saying the, the fire was burning for hours. It was burning from like 11, 9, 9, 11 in the morning all the way to like, I'm talking about like at night sometime. Like it was burning for nine hours. But it was a factory. It was a chemical factory, and they made cleaning supplies. And uh, 
they with the cleaning supplies they had they made that in the labs in the back of it in the front that's where they had the 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 long lasting scented candles so it was all incense candles they put probably the sages just a, it was basically two completely different elements coming together burning and the whole factory caught on fire so I mean I got pictures of it and everything from the day it was so much smoke in the air I saw it from my house and I stay uh on the on the south side by uh Fox Park. And this is all the way over there by the hospital. So it's like people saw all the way out in Afton, Missouri from the south side. Mm. So it's like this, this this fire was huge. It was huge, man. So next thing I know, I go outside. I'm like, man, it's a fire going on. Like the day of, I had no idea where it was coming from. So I'm like, it's a fire outside. I'm talking to a friend. And it's like something, something inside of me. It was that inner voice inside of me that was like, go find out what that is. Something told me to go find out what it was. So then I'm outside. I'm like, I felt like it was construction because that uh, that I remember the day is clear. I remember the day is clear as day. It was a pretty nice day outside, but it was construction in my neighborhood. So I thought it was maybe they were burning the roof or something. So I'm like, it'd be close by. I might as well just walk and just see where it's at. But just in case, I took my jacket and everything. So then next thing I know, I'm walking, still on the phone. And next thing I know, I'm walking for blocks on top of blocks, and I'm like, wait. This mall, like, I thought it was around the corner, but I'm still following it. And it's like, it's still in the air. Like, it ain't getting no closer. I feel like I'm not getting no closer, but I'm still, I know I'm walking in the right direction. So I keep going, keep going. I see it over, going over the highway, over there by Barnes Jewish. And it gets so bad where the closer I got, that's when I started feeling water droplets in the air from how much water was being sprayed on the fire. Like, you, you felt it miles away, the water in the air. And eventually, once you, once you got so close, you had to have a mask or a shirt over your face because the smoke was so thick. It was so thick and it had a certain scent to it. Like, it was a fire, but you could tell, like, it had some, like, fragrance with it. Like, I don't, it, it was a different type of smoke. The way it smelled was different. And I got there and I ended up meeting a photographer. And it was a photographer that I knew from back in high school. And I took this picture and it's like, I'm saying it's one of my best pictures. It's probably the best picture, best picture I've ever taken, ever. And it's like the fire is behind me. And it's like you see the emotion in my face, and you see where I come from all in my face. And it's like it's just, it, it's such a candid shot. It's like one of those once in a lifetime type of opportunities. And it all led from me just following that inner intuition, that inner voice, that inner God in me saying, just follow this natural path. What do you what do you feel like about that fire? Like, cause I feel like that that was just that's oh, one of them analogy or not analogy like a metaphor. What do you feel like about yeah, that fire? That that is well like it, it it was so many different elements because like the just the whole fact that it was a, a, a like it had sages the incense the long lasting candles those are those are those are burned in those spiritual connecting like. Uh, uh, rooms like your comfortable, your comfortable space where you do choose to meditate, you basically those raise vibrations. That's all it does with the with the scent and the the heat. It it, it releases something into the air that then vibrates. It's like the smell is a, is a vibration and it's vibrating with the, the the auras and how the feel of the room is going. So that's why you can burn sages in certain places to you know. You know, if you want, just to, like, clear the vibe and clear the air of, like, where you at. So, if you have that, but then you have chemicals that you, that we clean with that are really, like, you know, could be causing cancer, 
they don't smell right. So it's like you never want to inhale too much of that because you can get high off of it and die. So it's like you got you got legit light and dark right next to each other going back and forth, fighting for hours. So I really, really feel like it was a spiritual battle right there. Because I looked up in the sky and I took some pictures because I just, I was just, I looked like I was walking from the fire. I got like really, really close on the wall. I saw the building. I saw the flames. That's how close I was. But uh, I walked a few blocks and I was like, man, like, I like the way the, the, the smoke looks in the air with the sun. I was looking at the sun with the smoke because like the way it passed over, it was a clear day. But like, because the smoke was so thick, I could see the sun through the smoke and it wouldn't hurt my eyes, basically. Mm. So then I took a few pictures and as I took the pictures, I'm telling you, like I still got them to this day. I saw, I feel like I saw an angel in the sky. Mm. I really, really felt like, and I still had the proof. I ain't like, I was going to post it that day, but like, and I, I typed up this big, big thing about it, but like, it, for some reason it wouldn't post and it wouldn't post. And because I was so in tune that day, I was like, you know what? It's not time for it yet. It's, it's 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 not time for you. They gotta. I, I realize when you when you go with the natural things of spirituality, you gotta like you know everything happens when it's supposed to happen. There are no coincidences, and everything is to God's timing. So. Hell yeah! What about you, Coop? You ever had a um an encounter like that that you just knew this was like God coming down to talk to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, yeah, I really did, and it makes it's it's a little dark, but. It got the light at the end. Basically, um, I was going through a lot. You know what I'm saying? I was going through a lot of uh, a lot of tragedies. A lot of I was I was in the streets, a little heavy, and it was just it was a lot going on. So, um, in my old house, we used to you know I know y'all heard about the um sleep paralysis. Yeah. Right. So, you know, they, they say, you know, spiritually speaking, you know, it's like a witch on your back or a witch on your stomach or whatever. So I've noticed we never, it was like in the house, we never had really like no sleep paralysis like that. But it was so much negativity going around the area and within our house and just everything I had going on, whatever, that like everybody in the house was getting it, right? Like anybody, like it was crazy. So it got to the point to where, I used to be sleep, bro, and like I would hear footsteps because I slept in the basement. Me and my little brother, we our room was in the finished basement, but like he'll be gone. You feel what I'm saying? So I just be sleep, you know what I'm saying? And then I just hear footsteps in the morning. And I'm thinking like, okay, maybe that's my bird. Maybe I don't know who it is. I'm hearing footsteps, and I'm hearing people. I'm hearing somebody get in my bed, but it was I like I look up and there's nobody. You feel me? So I'm like, damn. So, you know, they say sleep is the cousin to death. And, you know, I really feel like, you know, when we go to sleep, you know what I'm saying, that's when our spirits really, like, wrong. You feel yeah. Yeah. Um, So what ended up happening, man, like, they, like I said, I was going through a lot. I was going through a lot of internal battles, man. And, like, literally, you know, like, I was asleep. And then I kind of, like, woke up. And I was fully woke. And I looked over at, like, I had, I had a table right next to my bed. And I swear to God, I saw me, but it was me, like, it was like me in all black. Like, I was black. You feel me? Like, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Uh, matter of fact, I look like a silhouette. Yeah, I know exactly except, what you're talking about. Except, except I, I, I knew it was me, but it was, it was, it was me, 
but I was mugging myself. Like I was mugging me that I was gonna kill me. I was like, what the fuck? And I got, I got so spooked. And I kind of like, I kind of like, like, just like kind of jumped back in my bed, like, what the fuck? And I was just like, what the fuck? And then like, like I turned around and just tried to do some other shit and it disappeared, right? Mm-hmm. It scared the shit out of me, right? <laughs> so I was like, whoa. And, and like, so then, I started to learn. I was like, you know what? That you know, that was when I was big. Oh man, uh, uh, that was a demon. That was a demon. But especially, I had to look at myself. Like I said, notice I kept saying I was going through a lot of internal battles. So that demon was me. I was my own worst enemy. Yes, I was my own worst enemy. So that's why I was. That's why that demon me was bugging me. Right. I was my own worst enemy around that time. You feel what I'm saying? And I was so lost and confused and didn't know what was going on. You know what I mean? Spiritually, mostly, mentally, emotionally, whatever. So that was a spiritual encounter that I had. And as a matter of fact, that's what made me really want to get back and step life out of life. I didn't like that feeling. I didn't like that image. I, I didn't saw myself as a demon. Yeah. And that's really confirmation on some shit that I had actually, and I don't even know if I had told you this, bro. So that's really crazy, but I had, like, just been having this idea in my mind. Like, I don't know if I, I might end up using this for, like, a movie one day, man. So anybody that listen, man, don't don't steal this. We're going to trace it back. We're going to trace it back to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real, though, bro. Like, it's, that's a real shit you just said, bro, because I, I came to the conclusion a few months ago that it's really, like, it's always a balance or battle between three, but of three, kind of mm-hmm. like between mm-hmm. how they say the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You got the best version of you, like you at your absolute full potential, like the best version of yourself, right? That's like the angel, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. And it's deep. It's deeper. Like I don't think of this as just like the good conscious and the bad conscious. Nah. Right. Um, it's like you got your best version of yourself. It would be the angel. You got the worst version of yourself. Like every single negative aspect that you got at its worst. Yeah. In my in my head, that image is literally like the a, a version of you that is black as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Like I've always had that image in my head of like a three way divide. You walking up to it, the angel walking up on the second side, and the demon or the worst part of you walking up on the third side. And you yourself is always like usually a balance of the between the yeah movie. a balance between the two. True. Mm-hmm. So that's hella bad. Like that's I've literally like that's always been like pretty much ever since I moved to Atlanta and been going through like the ups and downs that I went through. I've mm-hmm. I've had that image in my mind of like the balance between those three. True. Right. Yeah. True. Yeah, yeah, man. But uh, shit, me personally, bro, I had one um, over the summer. I had took a trip to California. I was in L.A. and um, I can't remember where I was coming from. I think I went to like a um. To like maybe a bar or something. Like I had ended up walking because our our hotel was or our Airbnb was right downtown, so it was like walking distance from a lot of shit. So I had went out somewhere, and on my way back, I had seen this homeless dude or this. I mean, he, he you could tell he was like a junkie or whatever. And um, and I swear, Brad nigga had like jumped at me but it wasn't it wasn't just on no regular jump shit bro like this shit really had me shook bro not just the fact that he jumped at me here get out it was like imagine a glass barrier 
was put up. So it was like I walked past, I noticed dude, I really felt his energy like from a from a distance off the rip. I could feel some shit that like just wasn't kind of wasn't right. And then right. as I approached and got close to him, like and he started to walk past me, he turned towards me and it looked like he tried to like take some steps toward me and jump at me. Right. But I pro but I put this on everything I love, bro. It looked it was like a glass. Y'all seen the the, the uh the commercial for the Windex when the birds try to fly because it was so clean they tried to fly into the house and they hit it. It yeah. was like that, bro. Like he tried it was, in my mind it was like he tried to he tried to come at me and it was like God had put a a, a barrier of protection. Force field. Yeah, like a force field and he and it literally looked like he hit something and like bounced back and then bro just went on about his business. <laughs> I swear, but that was the, it was and now granted I wasn't in Cali, I was high as a bitch. <laughs> I was high in the business, but you know, hey, a lot of people feel like when you smoke that open your third eye up. It do, it do. Honestly, it open mine up. My, you know, my, my OG used to tell me all the time, like I don't smoke to get high, I smoke to get my mind right. Yeah, that's me. And I promise yeah. you, like I had never had, I've never had an experience like that before. And the next day, I had went to this conference, and the person, it was a lady that came to speak at the conference, but she, she's the lady that wrote the Matrix. This right. the lady that mm-hmm. I told you about this cool. She hit like she lived. This lady that wrote the original uh, like book about the Matrix. And she did, a, she did a Q and A, and it's actually y'all can look this up actually because I'm gonna find a YouTube video. Um, they they recorded it, and one of my homegirls ended up like finding the video on the humbug. And this is actually the same homegirl that like really started me on my spiritual and like enlightenment journey. And she just hit me up one day like, "Is this you in this video?" And it was complete, just like no coincidence, but at the same time like on the humbug. And right. you could see I asked her in that video. I'm like, "So last night, because she's actually talking about like the real deal matrix in real life." Like that's right. a real that's a real concept. What you see in front of yeah. you, you real. really can't unless your third eye is open, you cannot see what is really going on. True. You see, like you can touch and you feel me, see the things that's in front of you, but you can't see the things that's like like you said, oh you can't you don't understand it through sight. Exactly. And I asked exactly. her about it and I was like, you know, because I really thought I was tripping at a certain point. Like I was really shook when I got back to the to the room, bro. And I asked her, she was like, Oh, absolutely no, you absolutely saw a demon. When you get when you get when you're letting a drug take when you get think about this, bro. Niggas get drunk as fuck, right? And they black out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. You can get drunk, black out, and wake up in jail and have no memory of what you did to get there. Right. In that moment, you pretty much were controlled by another force. Exactly. That alcohol took over you in that moment. Same thing with any drug. Any too much of anything is a bad thing. So, mm-hmm. so I really, so she basically confirmed, like, no, like whatever drug he was on, you definitely encountered. That was a spiritual encounter. That was definitely, you know, and for him to like bounce back the way you did, that that you are covered, basically type shit. Exactly. Exactly. And we chopped it up after that, and like, it's, bro, short she, bro, shorty on some shit, bro. Shorty is not like you would think she could kind of throw it off a little bit for real, but she definitely knows. She, I don't, I don't think she's crazy, bro. But that's the one thing I wouldn't for, for to even for somebody to even sit down and take the have the patience to watch a movie like The Matrix, the tri- the trilogy. Like your mind has to be on a different type of level, like to even get past the first one. So like, 
for a person that wrote it, I would never write them off as crazy. Like people like her, people like Kanye West, like they're in these positions for a reason. Like, but my nigga, yeah. I promise you, it was mostly older white people in there. I when I tell you, I, I was looking around while she was talking, bro. When I tell you, right. <laughs> they was looking at her yeah. like this bitch is off the shit. <laughs> 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 they was really looking at her like she was crazy, but I, I felt her a, a thousand percent the whole time she was talking, man. Exactly. Like, so it's it's definitely like like you say, bro. No, I don't believe in no coincidences, and, and something about that situation just opened my eyes to like being aware of of not just energies but spirits and like the stuff that you can't see because everybody you know you you can let the wrong person in your circle and they might have a, a demon or a, a, some shit that you just don't want in your circle. To them. Exactly. And at a certain That's point, right. you know, at a certain point, if you keep allowing that into your circle, shit, you might lose that cover yeah. of protection. Like that might have just been a, a lesson for me to be like, right, I it's showed you that I have your energy. back. I showed you that I got you. I showed you that I have you covered and protected. Don't keep allowing mm-hmm. negative energies in your life or I'm going to take my protection off of you. That's true. Exactly. It's like this. I compare it to like a candle, right? We all have this burning light within us, right? But then if you choose to affiliate yourself or associate yourself with dark characters, eventually they're going to come through. It's just like a birthday cake, like with candles. Just They're going to they gonna eventually blow that shit all the way out. So don't let people come over. Don't let don't let this world, don't let this life darken your light. You know what I mean? Because it, it will if you allow it to. And, you know, stay away from the dark individuals because they'll have a big, Energy is real. Back to energy, you know. If I yawn, y'all, y'all both of y'all gonna yawn too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, you feel me? So uh, that's how energy is, man. If I'm off, I'm on some dark shit. Y'all gonna be on some dark shit. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, uh, Birds are feather. Like, I'm a mama. Birds are feather flock together. Um, you know what I'm saying? You you around you around four positive people. You the fifth. You around five dark people. You the sixth. Yeah, on oh, me, bro. So yeah, man, we gonna we gonna switch gears. Um, y'all y'all ain't, ain't no y'all ain't on no time crunch as far as like I know, Coop, you gotta work in the morning and shit. Y'all ain't on no time crunch, is y'all? I'm straight. For sure, for sure. All right, so we got four more songs to do. Um, are y'all hip on Schoolie from Atlanta? Yeah, I know. I know him. Nah, I ain't hip to his music though. I wouldn't either, bro. I was I was sleep, so I knew I knew about Schoolie because he has a song with Lucci. Um, y'all know that song by Lucci. What was the name? It was like the first big song he had. Um, fuck, what's the name of that? Shit? I know what you're talking about too. It was big because it was big in the dance, uh, yeah, in the club. Know. That shit used to go up, bro. Yeah, uh, I wonder why. You- I said, I wonder why. I wonder why the sun don't shine that day. Hey, all I gotta do is have faith. Y'all heard that song, yeah, yeah. So that that was the first time that like that's when I really got introduced to Schoolie, um, because he had a verse on that Lucy song. So mm-hmm. I I mean I heard that verse. The verse is dope. It turned the club up, but I still had never like went and listened to Schoolie's projects. Right. Long story short, you know, um, KD is a is a friend of mine. Like he dope, man. Check him out when you get a chance. See, um, I see some of his stuff on Instagram, but he an artist out of Atlanta. And he cool with Schoolie. So he invited me one day to come to Schoolie's, like, little listening party. And he had the fans there helping him choose which songs was going to make the final cut on this project, Do For Me Part 2. 
That's dope. And um, he both the bro. This bro, this this project got so many bangers on this bitch, bro. Like school, yeah. like two chains behind him right now. Two chains fuck with him. Yeah, I'm um, but I'm telling you, bro. Like this nigga on the sing song shit. He really been doing that singing shit for years and years and years. Like Schoolie's not no new artist. So um, I this is my first time really spending time with the Schoolie project, and I can't even really choose a favorite track off of the project because there's so many. Like really, really strong tracks, man. So uh the first one is called Moving Too Fast. I feel like we all at some point can relate to moving too fast <laughs> and, and and doing a little too much, you know, just just thinking or acting without thinking at times, basically. So I definitely uh could relate to this song. And then he got another song called Really Rich, that's just like something you could just slide to in a car. So we're gonna get into that. Um I'm gonna shoot shot mm-hmm. the names of the songs, and we're gonna be right back. Back like I never left. What's that? What's up? What up? What up? You like some tracks? Yeah, yeah, I'm rocking with them. I like that. Uh, that really rich. Yeah, I'm telling you, bro. That shit in the car, bro. That shit go crazy in the car, bro. That shit goes crazy in the whip, bro. (laughs) On me, you know I know. Real for real. What about hey. you, Mike? Which one of them joints you was feeling? Man, that really rich. I was I was rocking with that really rich. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that shit's hard. That really rich is like definitely a, a banger, bro. No, yeah. no doubt about it. That is a banger, bro. Bro, like to be honest, like all the music you be suggesting, it all be fire. Like I can I can trust you whatever you like. Like, cause I, I be liking both songs, but it's like I just be having my, my personal favorite, but like it's all yeah. good music. I appreciate that, bro. For real, man. I hope, hey, not even hope, bro. We speak the things into existence. That that skill is gonna get me paid one of these days. Yes, it is. One of that. One of these days, man. Now, um, the last album we got <clears throat> is this Tory Lanez. Now, y'all know that nowadays it's like album come out. Of course, they fan base is gonna still be listening to it, but it's like right. just come out and then a week later, niggas on to something else. Exactly, and like that's really like another big reason why I do this shit is because I feel like people would be just be on to the next shit, no matter how better or worse it may be. It's like just their attention span just goes somewhere else very fast. So it's like shit, this shit only been out a month, and y'all already done fucking with it. <laughs> so it's like I try to just get it like a little for people that 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 are that tend to like jump around and not really give projects. Um, the time they deserve because back in the day, bro, she wasn't like that, bro. Like, I remember nah. my mama, she's still like this today. I remember, shit, not even shit, two years ago, bro, she had a um, a Tony Braxton album. My nigga, mm-hmm. I was so tired of hearing that shit through the house, bro. Right, heard it every like, Sunday when you was cleaning up in not the morning. Bro, like. Sunday to Sunday, she's jamming that shit. If she loves <laughs> your music or she like your album, she's gonna jam that bitch from front to back. Mm-hmm. Like and really spend time with it, bro. Like I remember when, um, bro. I know, it, bro. It, this had to be everybody in St. Louis, bro. If you had a girl or your mama was fucking with Keisha Cole, that first mm-hmm. Keisha Cole album, first and the second, everybody was singing it, man. I don't even remember the second one. I just know that that first one where they, they had the Kanye track on there, and, yeah, uh, the love track where she was, uh, yeah, yeah, bro. That, mm-hmm. bro, that shit got jammed from. Bruh, the whole season, bro. I remember driving mm-hmm. to football practice. Like, niggas damn near still remember the words of that shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But, like, now people do not spend time with projects like that no more. And it's really sad because it's like, 
a great project can get overlooked so easily now, and it's not going to get overlooked because the music is bad. It's going to get overlooked just because of the oversaturation of the market. Exactly. Yep. exactly. That's a really a big reason why I do this, man. But um, I, I fuck with this Tory Lanez album. I want to know what how y'all feel about Tory Lanez because I got some like pro and con opinions about bro. But I think uh, overall he's a very talented artist. Yeah, I feel the same way. It's kind of like fifty fifty with him. I do feel like he's a truly talented artist. Uh, I actually like. I think he got creative with that all that sample. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, damn. But uh, as far as the pro with him is that, like I said, the pro is that he's a excellent songwriter. You know what I'm saying? It's just on the other end, I feel like he do a lot of things that kind of like kind of throw me off a little bit. Yeah. Just like, uh, like antics wise, antics and uh, yeah, antics and. Really, his music is is cool, but I it don't really it don't really do nothing for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying yeah, it's it's, it's it, <clears throat> good, but it just don't do nothing for me. If that makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense. I say the same thing about Logic. Like I never, uh-huh. I, I would never say that Logic is a whack rapper or that Logic right, is not. Exactly. Like he can rap his ass off. Right, right. But something is like I I I just don't get moved by Logic for some reason. Like as much as he can rap. There's niggas that can. There's niggas that are less way, less good at actual the skill of rapping that I feel a lot more. Exactly. Like they might have way more simpler rhyme schemes and everything, whatever you want to call it, but I feel them more than I feel mm-hmm. logic. Like I'm not gonna say he doesn't have soul because I know for him he's telling his story and I know he's has to be putting his soul into it, but it doesn't move my soul. I just right. It's, I don't hear like the soul. The soulfulness in the music like that. Right, right. So I definitely feel what you're saying. My thing with Tory Lanez is just that I think that he his influence is like easy to hear and pinpoint. Mm-hmm. His influences are like very, very easy. Like even the song we finna get into, like he got one with 50 Cent. Like it's an obvious like Wayne, old Wayne type of flow. And even right. when he, he, he was freestyling on somebody's shit and it's like, bro, that's that old Wayne flow. <laughs> and he said some shit like to the effect of you know oh well what does this tell you if if all these people that they say I sound like don't sound like each other doesn't that tell you that I've just mastered every style which I guess True. you could make that argument but at the same time as far as like standing out and putting your stamp on a sound exactly. it makes it exactly. hard for you to put your stamp on a certain type of sound exactly like, I don't know if it's I don't know if Tory Lane really has like a sound for real because he has so many different sounds and it's a jack of all trades but master none type shit because yeah. like even Kanye yeah. can hop in different pockets but he still has a sound if that no Kanye Kanye's a master of his own style he just is versatile like when you yeah when you don't have yeah basically what you're saying Tory Lanez his his flow his style doesn't have an identity. Basically, like when I listen to this whole album from top to bottom, sometimes he sounds like Wayne, sometimes he sounds mm-hmm. like Drake, sometimes mm-hmm. he give me a Travis Scott vibe. So it's like, yeah. it's cool, it's good music. Like, dude can rap and he can sing. Like, dude is he a talented artist. Yeah. Um, it's just like, there's no stamp of like, that's that Tory sound. Right. And you know, in this game, it ain't really about what they say. It's, it's not about who did it first, it's about who did it better. 
Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And at the end of the day, like shit, Travis did that style the best. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He took that shit the farthest. Like even though you can tell where he's, you can tell that that Kanye is an influence on Travis, but Travis took yeah. his sound. He took that influence and developed his sound, though. You feel me? Exactly. To the fullest. And it's, I think with Tori, I think he hopped around too many influences before he actually established his own sound. His own sound. I'll go back to, man, self, dog. You got to know self. Self. That's true. But you know, the other thing about Tory Lanez, too, is why another reason why I would actually defend him in this case is because he's a songwriter. Yeah, like he was exactly. he was writing songs for other people before he blew up as an artist himself. So I think right. people for someone that can write a song that probably did fucking write a song for half of these niggas that we saying he sound like. Exactly, you it probably is a little. It like it might get lost in a sauce that or y'all say that this is his sound. Y'all don't know that when he first was coming up, I was writing the nigga songs. And you saying exactly. I sound like a nigga. how can I sound for a nigga? I and mean, he he said this actually. How can I sound like a nigga that I wrote for? Exactly. Yeah. He, he sound like me because he interview. So I can yeah. defend him and say that like maybe some of these people that we think he sound like he might actually be the one that was writing some of the shit that helped them come up. Mm-hmm. True. And you know, right ghost writing in the industry is one of them things that's like you supposed to keep that on the hush. Right. Supposed to. Right. Supposed to anyway. Like but even then, I think a lot of it does get kept on the hush. Like we we find yeah. out a little bit here and there, but I think yeah, you'd be surprised how many artists do get like yeah, ghost written. You would be surprised how many yeah. rappers specifically rappers. Yeah. So it's like yeah. you never really know know who's writing for who or where the influence actually stemmed from. Exactly. Yeah. So um with that being said, man, I appreciate y'all time. We're gonna uh get into some of this toy lanes. Uh the first track we're gonna get into is called um B I D. Bid and then he got another track with 50 Cent. Um, and I ain't gonna front, I didn't know that Tory Lance was this much of a storyteller. I've never heard him tell a story like this before. Um, right, it's him and 50 Cent called Pieces, and he basically telling this story about this shit that like just kept getting dogged out by niggas and, and where that led her down her path later from having all these like detrimental, toxic yeah. ass relationships with niggas. It's really a dope yeah. ass story. Mm. So yeah, man, I appreciate it. Let let the people know where they can follow y'all at and, and keep up with what y'all got going on too. All right. Well, I'm uh, like I say, Mike Hovind, but you can follow me at D Links Productions on Instagram, and that's D L I N X Productions. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter as D Links S T L or Mike Hovind M Y C O L V Y double N, and then YouTube is uh. Just type in uh, D Links, D L I N X, or Mike Hovind. So it's pretty simple across the boards. For sure, for sure. Yes, sir. Coop the Trill. You know what I'm saying? I also have my own uh, podcast on Anchor. It's called Trill Talk Podcast. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where we talk about, you know, trill situations, trill topics with trill individuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow me at Instagram at C O O P D A. T R I L L E. That's Coop the Trill. And uh, plug in that plug. You know, you got plug in that plug in that tape, bro. You already know. <laughs> you already know, bro. I ain't even gonna let you off without plugging in that You know, I was going with it. And since we on the topic of music, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and, you know, if y'all got, you know, Apple Music, Spotify, you feel me? Title, Deezer, Google Play, whatever y'all on, man. 
is Cooper Trill aggressive intelligence. I repeat, aggressive intelligence. Not one bad song on that bitch. Man, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Listen to that. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate that. Yeah, man, it's five songs. So just in case anybody got some downtime, y'all in the mood, y'all in the mood to listen to some new music, man. Just check out that aggressive intelligence, and I guarantee y'all, y'all gonna lead with some game. Talk about gems. Uh, it's yeah. a lot of gems in there, man. So you know, gems, appreciate everything. Yes, yes. Yeah. man. Well, yeah, yeah, I appreciate y'all time, man. We gotta do this again sometime for sure. So for sure. All right, shout out to True Underground, man. Salute. Hey, man, yeah, appreciate you having me for on the show, man. Like to be honest, like got to, man. Man. I, I don't get like I said, bro. This shit get lonely, bro. I don't get to have these conversations <laughs> with many people. You know, for real, exactly man. So, and I think just the fact that we young, you know, young mm-hmm. black men mm-hmm. specifically in a time where it's like we got a, uh, I mean, we've always had a target on our back, but it's like shit. Right. We still got that motherfucker there, however many hundreds of years later, like for exactly. us. You know, young and on right. the shit that we on mentally, like I think you know we, we gotta put this message out to as many people as possible, cause somebody gonna relate, somebody gonna hear this, somebody gonna be like, damn, you know, I, they might be down that road, you know, that ignorant road, and, and hear right. something like this or meet somebody like us, and, and we, you know, I think our energy can literally save lives, bro. No, yes, bullshit. yes, <laughs> you know, we we definitely uh we definitely. Gotta gotta keep this message going, man. So I, I wish y'all much success with what y'all do. Moving forward. Me too, Steve. All right, back to you. Too, pick it back right real quick off of what you said. Like, you know, you said it's already a target on our back. So it's like that's exactly what my brand, but not just a not just a brand, but like a lifestyle, a fraternity. Like it's just it's a brotherhood, it's a family, D links. Don't live, do not live in X, fear of the unknown, because it's like it's when it comes to unknown for information, just what you don't know, the boundaries, like... Ooh, hold on, break that down again. Whoa, 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 break that down again. <laughs> I feel like it was a gem that got dropped that kind of slip went over my head. Break that down again. Okay, it's, uh, do, don't live in X. Fear of the unknown, because if you think about X when it comes to math, X is the variable that you need to find, correct? So it's like, X is always, you have to solve for and figure it out, you gotta test different numbers in and out to really get what the what the solution is for whatever the uh, whatever you're trying to figure out. It's just a, it's an equation. It's an equation basically. It is basically just saying whatever you whatever you want to pursue in life, do not live in fear of it. But then it's also don't live uh, don't live idle. Now execute. You feel me? Mm. Damn. You feel me? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just it's just, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 You said that's what? a yeah. That's a double entendre yeah. like a motherfucker. Yeah, it is. And I trust me, I, I feel like the more I grow, the more I'm going to find entendres on top of that. I like go into what it is because, like I say, it's D-Links. Everything is connected. And that's how I am. So if you ever need plug for services, I mean, like for art, music, uh, <clears throat> uh, political feel, like whatever you're looking for, man, if I can help in any way, shape, or form, I will as long as you're trying to show and spread love on whatever you're doing. So. Now, I appreciate both of y'all. Coop the Trill, shout out to man and CJ, the orator, two of the realest people I've ever met, dog. Like, it's truly been an honor sitting there having a conversation with y'all. Like, and it, it feels so natural with y'all because I know y'all on the same vibe, same frequency, and y'all just trying to make it for yourselves, and we all doing it in our own path, our own way. So, like, respect, man. I love y'all. For sure, for sure, man. Love back. Links, Trill Talk, True Underground, man. It's the St. Louis, yes, Louis Connection, man. And we out of here, man. Stay up, y'all boys. All right. Trill talk.